Taylor Wolf here on the line. Good morning, Taylor. Thanks so much for coordinating and have me on today for a quick update. Yeah. You are with Emergency Services for Nevada County? Yeah, I am the Public Information Officer with Nevada County, um, and currently I am working in our Emergency Operations Center, uh, which is activated through our Office of Emergency Services when we have emergency events like the one we're experiencing now. All right. And is that located at the Rood Center? It is located at the Eric Rood Center. Uh, we have a small room where we have some generator power um, that we've been working out of. But, uh, you know, with the pandemic recently, too, we, we do have the ability to staff up remotely and coordinate that way as well. Right. Um, so with that, if I can dive into a quick update, um, I'm happy to do so. Please do. Let us know what's going on out there. Thank you so much. All right. So, you know, we are going on day six at this point um, for many Nevada County residents without power. Um, currently this morning, PG&E is reporting over 15,000 residents without power. Um, so that is, you know, that sounds like they got about another thousand residents um, back online over the last day. Um, they do have uh, 30 crews and then they're also adding two helicopters that will be in the air today. Um, and it's truly all hands on deck to to really um, open up all the roadways that might still have those downed trees in them. Um, earlier in the week, we were running into a lot of issues of downed trees into power lines where our roads teams couldn't clear and open up those roadways because of the lines in them. Uh, so we made a task force um, early on that consisted of our county roads crews, CAL FIRE crews, PG&E, and then we also added AT&T um, because some of the, the later issues in the week were um, not only trees into power lines, but telecommunication lines as well. Right. So from reports this morning, it sounds like those teams have made great progress, um, particularly with a focus in the area of Alta Sierra, because that is an area that does not normally get uh, the snow that we got during this storm um, and was really, really hard hit with those down trees and, and, you know, access in and out of the community. It's also a highly populated area. Um, but we are happy to report that um, you know, county roadways are nearly all open except for those that have like really significant down um, trees into lines. Um, so we're still working on that, but nearly all county roads are open. And really what our roads teams are starting to focus on now as we've had a, a few days of gap of good weather um, is going back to the roadways that we've cleared and cleaning up and improving those roadways, making sure we're getting pushing that snow out further um, and opening up that access a little bit more as well. Um, yesterday, we also had, we almost doubled or actually probably more like tripled or quadrupled um, the recon teams that are supporting PG&E to map uh, the down power lines um, or even blocked roads at this point to uh, really gain this clear picture of the scope of the issues and prioritize these task force teams with these different agencies to go out to the into the community and um, address those those highest needs areas. Um, so this has been really great. We have Nevada County Sir Sheriff's Search and Rescue volunteers out there. Um, they're actually as well. Um, able to check in on people as they're as they're out and about 
Um, you know, if they see a home where it looks like the cars are snowed in um, and maybe the, the lights aren't on, they're able to go and knock at the door and just double check on people too. So that is another great addition uh, to our team. And last but not least, as I talk about these recon teams as well, um, we, we do have a, a lot of people out gathering this kind of information, but residents can report it to us as well via our media partner, Ubinet. Um, she has an article up on her, on ubinet.com that's report storm damage in Nevada County. And actually all that data that the public is reporting via Ubinet is being shared with our GIS teams, um, and PG&E. So that's a really great addition as well. Um, outside of that, uh, yesterday we worked closely with waste management to coordinate food waste bins, you know, with 15,000 residents um, or more, that's pg e customers, out of power uh, for going on six days now. Uh, there, we're expecting that there will be a lot of food waste within our community. So those bins are set up at four locations, at the Eric Root Administration Center, um, in Nevada City off 950 Maidu Avenue, at the Nevada County Operations Center off Labar Meadows in Grass Valley, at Condon Park off Butler Street in Grass Valley, and Devere Matino Park off Alta Street in Grass Valley. Um, so those are available, and our Office of Emergency Services and EOC response team are, are working hard to put a plan in place to address the green waste that we'll have, too, from downed trees. Um, to support residents with the with the cleanup on their properties prior to fire season. Uh, we also have two shelter locations still available through tonight. Those are at Bear River High School off Magnolia Road in Grass Valley and the Nevada City Veterans Hall Shelter in downtown Nevada City. Um, these both have food, uh, heat, charging stations. Um, of course, they're overnight, so if people need a place to stay and warm up overnight, uh, these are the place, places to go. Um, and if folks need transportation assistance to get out to, let's say, Bear River, we're encouraging folks to call 211 at 1-833-DIAL-211. <clears throat> we also have um, a warming center set up at Madeline Helling Library. It's open from, it was opened up at 8 a.m. today and is open till 10 p.m. tonight. Tomorrow, um, that changes to 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, for that warming center. And again, that has heat, charging stations, and blankets. PG&E has actually taking that, taken that warming center over um, and has set it up as a community resource center, a CRC, which might sound familiar to folks from um, PG&E PSPS events over the summer and those community resource uh, centers that they would set up. Um, so a lot of different services available for folks. And then, you know, I do, last but not least, want to focus in on the, the Code Red emergency alert that our Office of Emergency Services sent out to residents yesterday. Um, we sent it to all the affected areas of the outage. Um, and really the call to action there was to reach out to neighbors who might be more remote. They might be snowed in. Um, they might be alone and need extra help and help report any unmet needs they might have to 1-833-DIAL-211. Uh, we have this 24-7 call center uh, activated in partnership with 211 Connecting Point and county staff, nonprofits, 
and even law enforcement are all tracking these unmet needs. We're triaging them and matching them with resources. Um, so we need that information to be able to help people. So it's a big call, um, especially as we're on the, the first day of the new year in 2022, to make that extra act of kindness um, and reach out to folks who might be alone, remote, or need that extra help. We are also, through 211, collecting additional information like vendor and businesses that offer services such as snow plowing or, um, you know, a place where folks can purchase firewood or maybe even tree removal businesses as well. Um, you know, those are the big needs that we're hearing in the community after this storm and the impacts of the storm is um, that people need firewood, people need propane, um, and people need help clearing their driveways or clearing out trees. So we're trying to match up those needs, um, provide them where we can, but it's really a call to the community that, you know, if you're able to help out a neighbor um, clear their driveway or move trees out so they can regain access, or if you're a provider, um, you know, please let 211 know as well so we can help match up those um, vendors with people who have a need. And I think with that, Eric, um, that is my update uh, today on the storm. And we just thank everyone for their patience. We hope everyone has a, had a very fun and safe new year. Um, and we thank everyone who, who has reached out to each other and taken care of each other uh, throughout this once-in-a-lifetime historic storm that we're experiencing. So I see, and you were saying that the warming center at Bear River, that has showers available there? The warming, uh, sorry, the warming shelter at Bear River does have showers available, and that will be open tonight again. Um, but as we know, school is starting back up again next week, um, so we yeah. might have to move locations. But, yes, Bear River High School does have showers so, available. So the people yeah. in that dog bar, Magnolia, area out there that have been without power and maybe without water and unless they have generation they can actually go to the shelter and just to get a hot shower absolutely yeah or charge up to the shelters um even though they are overnight um they currently are open during the day too uh we are at a place where we're reassessing daily on the need and based on our numbers um, but, yes, all those services are available at Bear River High School. And I see everywhere uh, in my own neighborhood as well that uh, neighbors helping neighbors is going on everywhere. I saw the, a number of the, the county road guys got out and cut lanes through trees on uh, different roadways but didn't actually clear the entire roadway it made it very narrow in some areas and and i see a lot of neighbors have been out and have cleaned that up uh and but and the county guys are getting back and and actually opening up the roads but uh yeah, neighbors helping neighbors is just one of the greatest things now do you think um, they're making good inroads into uh, the Alta Sierra area. The Alta Sierra uh, Drive off Dogbar looks like a war zone down there. There's so many trees into homes and a lane on homes and, and, uh, and the, the uh, infrastructure of the power lines out there is it's just crazy damage. It's, it's unbelievable. And, but is there a, a real focus on the Alta Sierra area? There absolutely is. That's been um, 
probably one of the main focus of these task force teams with uh, County Roads, Cal Fire, uh, PG&E, and AT&T. And yes, um, I'm happy to report that we have made good progress. There's still more work to be done, um, but it appears that um, Alta Sierra is largely accessible and people are able to get in and out. There are still a few roadways that have major issues um, that we're still working on and, and working on getting access opened up. Um, and then, of course, like you mentioned earlier, um, you know, our roads crews are going back up and trying to improve roadway conditions rather than just, um, you know, for a while there with, with getting two big snows in a row to yeah. trying to get those roadways open and cleared. So today we're really focused on that cleaning up and pushing that snow out, widening up those roadways more um, and, and making improvements there. So. Happy to report that, yes, Alta Sierra is um, looking a lot better than it was, uh, let's say, three days ago. Oh, yeah. uh, but there's still more work to be done. Well, we have to, to give big thanks to all the county and CAL FIRE and, and, and everyone that's involved in this whole thing. And I know that if you're down a little country road and you still don't have access, you'd think it's, you know, it's still really bad and we understand that but these guys are working hard and they're working some very very long hours and and i just have to salute those people that are all out there and in every aspect of it not only you taylor in the in the emergency services offices but uh everyone it's uh, everybody's working real hard neighbors are helping neighbors it's it's a pretty cool thing and uh it's coming around it's the do you, does the Brunswick Basin have power again? Uh, that's a great question. I actually haven't looked specifically in Brunswick Basin this morning, um, but if folks are able to connect, um, let me actually pull up my notes here. So they have an online outage map for PG&E at pg&e.com slash outages, or folks can call PG&E at one 800 743 5002. And my understanding is that a lot of things are coming back online um, throughout the, the downtown areas. So um, without looking at the map, I don't want to give people incorrect information. I can try to look as we're talking here. Um, but I think there are a lot of resources and stores back open in our downtown area. Yeah, I just hate to see people make the real effort to get off the mountain and get down to... Uh to where gas stations and grocery stores are, and then they are not available to them when they get there. Uh, yep, I'm looking on PG&E's map right now, and it looks like a lot of the areas around Brunswick Road and Dorsey um, don't have outages currently right now. So it looks like a lot of things should be uh, with power in the, that Brunswick Basin area. That Higgins Corner and Bear mm -hmm. River area, that's all been fine for a few days now. Uh, so the services are available there, fuel and groceries. And and Brun Brunswick's coming back. I don't know, uh, the North San Juan area, is that is that coming back yet? How Let me look here. Um, it looks like there still are outages in the wider North San Juan area, um, but there is a shelter that the community is running up there um, to help serve residents. And um, we're working really, really closely to help triage and, and get some food or um, diff different community needs up to the shelter there um, in the community to help distribute to their residents as well. We're also looking at doing 
um, something similar with the town of Washington today. Um, so yeah, huge shout out to, to our teams that are responding to this. Again, we thank the community for the, their patience, but, um, our stocks are truly working really, really hard to respond to this event and are doing, um, you know, the best job that we could hope for during an event of this scale too. So huge kudos to all of our teams. And if people happen to be out and about and are able to smile or thank, a roads crew or, um, you know, any responders to this emergency event, I know that would be much appreciated. So in your emergency center, what's the outlook on the weather? Are we going to be all right for a little while? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, the outlook that we most recently heard, we actually had National Weather Service, um, a rep from National Weather Service in our meetings yesterday, who let us know that uh, we are expecting some rains starting tomorrow, Monday, um, into early next week. Or sorry, excuse me, my days are a little bit mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Not starting tomorrow, yeah. but starting Monday into early next week. Um, the good news is, is as of right now, what it's looking like with the weather prediction is that those won't be significantly heavy rains, which is um, good news. You know, we are looking ahead at, um, you know, is there a potential for widespread flooding and how do we prepare ourselves but also our residents for that? Um, we do have sandbags available at our oh, four uh, typical location if folks want to go pick them up. Oh, it's my. at the fire station in Penn Valley, the warehouse on the corner of um, 49, the county warehouse off of 49 next to the Eric Root Administration Center. Um, and then a couple other fire stations as well. That information is available on our website. Um, so if folks want to go prepare and pick up sandbags, we are stocked up and ready. Um, however, it doesn't look like the rain is as big of a concern at the current moment um, as we were starting to prepare for and gather intel for. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> So if if you're out there in the listening audience and you need help, um, you suggest that they call 211? Yes, please. Um, that's really the big call to action, whether you're helping get um, that information from a neighbor and relay it back to 211 or you have an unmet need yourself, um, please do reach out to us and report it at 1-833-DIAL-211. Um, if you, you know... Do you have the time or resources to donate firewood, gas, or assist with driveway clearing for your neighbors or families and friends who might be more remote and alone? Um, please, please do so. It would be a great way to start off the new year with an act of kindness. And then, of course, I, I also want to plug if you are a vendor or a business that offers um, some of these services that are, are really needed to recover from the storm, such as um, snow plowing, firewood, or even um, tree removal services. That's something we also want to gather through 211 so we can help connect people who need those services uh, with companies or vendors that deliver those services as well. So, again, that number is 1 833 dial 211. 1 833 dial 211. There you go. That sounds like a good one. I have, uh, I, I, from uh, my neighbor's experience, trying to find tree removal right now is very difficult. Very difficult. 
Yep. Yeah, we've we've heard that that's a need. Um, so we're we're doing our best to match it with trying to you know get businesses and vendors that can do this work um, create a database in our system that we can help share with people. So um, yeah, again, if you're if you're able to lend some firewood or give some firewood to a neighbor um, or gas or whatever it is that there might be a need for in our community, um, we just thank people for making those connections, checking in on people to make sure they're okay, reporting those unmet needs to 211 and trying to fill them for their neighbors if they are able to. So I have another question about the Cascade Shores area. They got a ton of snow up there, more than any other area, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know, are the roads clear into Cascade Shores now? I know that's a difficult road up there. It is very difficult, yes. Um, You know, Cascade Shores, I believe, is uh, passable and transversible. Um, But, you know, like you said, they got a lot of snow out in that area. I actually have um, some family that lives down there. And uh, they have over three people. Is it three? To be very careful if you're driving out that direction because roads are likely still treacherous. It's like three feet of snow up there. Or more. I think it's more than that. Yeah. I think it's more yeah. than that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how you could get out of your driveway, let alone drive away. So that must mean the power up there is in terrible shape. Yeah, the power is, um, sounds like it's definitely still out in that area. You know, I know PG&E continues to bring in more and more resources. They've actually um, have several different crews and resources requests coming in from out of state, which is great. Um, however, you know, when they're traveling from ever out of state, um, this storm did hit other places as well. So they're, you know, taking a long way around in some cases just because of the weather and the commute they do have to, to take. But they're bringing more resources in to address these outages. And, um, you know, again, thank everyone for their patience um, and supporting each other because we are on day six of these outages with still 15,000 Nevada County PG&E customers out of power. Um, We've been seeing them make progress of about 1,000 customers being re-energized per day. Hopefully that will continue to quicken as we um, see pretty okay weather. Um, But again, taking care of your neighbors and just checking in um, as we're on day six is very important right now. Well, they're making better headway because we have clearer roads now. At first, dude, the access was totally and terrible. I mean, you couldn't get anywhere. So, to get a thousand done a day is is actually pretty good, uh, pretty good progress. Yeah, yeah, they're making progress, which is the good news. There was a couple days in there where. They had restored some folks, um, and our numbers were going down, but then uh, another snowstorm hit, and we had more damage, and they went back up. So, um, you know, when we started this event, um, we had as much as 33,000 Nevada County PG&E customers without power. Uh, Now we're at just over 15,000. So there is some some good news, um, and people are being restored. Well, it's... uh trying times but it looks a lot better this new year's day it does it does there's there's a lot of hope today and we just we hope people are staying safe and taking care of each other well it's very nice to have a couple days when it's not raining or snowing on top of you as well (laughs) yeah absolutely helping our roads crews and our teams um you know make some good significant progress yeah all right taylor wolf 
the what is it the Department of Emergency Services is what's your official title? <laughs> Um, I am the public information officer <laughs> well, for Nevada County, and thank you so much, Eric, for having me on today uh, during your weekend time. Oh yeah, no. Uh, if and if you get any additional information, please call us back. I will. I will absolutely. And again, one eight three three dial two one one for unmet needs. They also can help provide people information, updated information about this event. We also have a, a website if people do have internet access, um, mynevadacounty.com slash storm info, and you can find some of those latest updates on the storm. All right. Did we cover it all? <laughs> I think we did. I uh, think we did a great uh, half an hour interview almost. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you again, Eric. Well, you're pretty easy to interview. Just turn on the <laughs> mic and let her go. you have a lot of information and we get it across that's great thank you so much for your time and uh our best to all of you folks working hard out there thank you same to you eric and happy new year everyone